podcast, Cinderella Chats. I'm your host, Cinderella Field. Yes, that's really my name. Along with your co-host, Sandy Hunter. We are so excited to be here to share some insight about life, love, and relationships. So let's get to it. Sandy. Yes, ma'am. What do we do about all this real life, real love relationship stuff? And having women-to-women conversation, cutting to the chase and getting to the heart of the matter, and really sharing the truth with other women and guys if they listen. Guys need to listen. Guys do need to listen. (laughs) I say we get on straight to it. What are we talking about today? What's on your heart? What's on Cinderella's heart? Well, I mean, just the world in which we live today is just so chaotic and confusing. And especially with the way that, you know, women have to try to figure out exactly what we need to do regarding our life. Just, you know, right. I mean, you're married, right? Yes. Yes. You've been married for how long? 30, going on 31 years. A long time. Long time. That's a long time. It is. I was married... 30 years. Well, I lived with that person in a marriage for 27 years until I didn't anymore. And then, of course, I went through a three-year divorce. So by the time it was over, it was 30 years. And so you just ask yourself, what do you do after that time? Well, fortunately, I haven't had to experience that. But I have watched friends, family members, Several people struggle with that. And it all really just comes down to, I believe, in a just a breakdown of family. Certainly that. But, I mean, it's, it's not just the family. It's the fact that, you know, I mean, where's her moral compass today? It's dead and buried almost, don't you think? Absolutely. Well, all you got to do is turn on the channel and you can tell that it's totally broke down. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're listening to the radio or the <laughs> exactly. TV, right? Yes. Or Alexa. Yes. <laughs> Alexa will tell you all about morals. Everything. Yeah. Just don't ask her where to hide a dead body. <laughs> She'll advise against that. Um, yeah. I, I just, you know, I look around. It's difficult for me to even watch TV and the news anymore. It's discouraging. Sometimes the only conclusion I can draw out of some of it is people are just nuts. They're just crazy. The things that they think that is okay today, just, I'll just put it this way. I've never seen Satan be so blatant and upfront. He's not hiding anymore. No, he's just, I mean, right out there with it. So, I, I mean, I, we could go into all sorts of like rabbit holes right now sure. or doorways. Um, and we will, because, mm-hmm. I mean, just thinking about, television and the radio i mean gutfeld was on the other night and they were so excited that strippers were getting their own union i was like (laughs) oh my gosh and and the woman that was most excited for them was wearing a cross necklace i mean i was just like i'm so confused yes absolutely so and that's a big part of why i think there's an epidemic especially with long-term marriages. I mean, I have so many people that I know that I just meet from 
day to day that have been married for 20 plus, 25 plus years and longer that are going through a divorce. And I love the word epi- epidemic because that's that's truly what it is. It's just like these waves, you know, of things that are people accept now because they're too afraid to say anything about it. Once you throw out a rebuttal, then there's always vicious consequences, it seems like, anymore. I mean, I've seen so many people get just verbally attacked on social media, physically attacked, on, and then people are YouTubing it, all these crazy altercations, and then you're just, I'm at a loss for words. I'm all about trying to have a conversation and having people chime in, and I'm all about people expressing their own opinions, but... The where I have issues is when somebody tries to tell me what my opinion should be. But does that okay? So that's that's a good place. So, okay, so let's but let's just you know stay focused on the marriage mm-hmm. issue because that in itself is like I mean it's all over the place. Sure, right? Mm-hmm. I mean even in the community of Christians or supposed Christians, you know, in the church. And, and those people that believe that, you know, when you say, I do, you mean forever until death do us part. Correct. I mean, that's what the Bible says. That's not what I say, and that's not what you say and what they say. So do we no longer, is the Bible real or not? Well, here, here's something, and I know, and again, I think it still comes down to the family, because I had a, a, a kid, a young kid, well, he was in his 20s. Make a flippant comment to me once, and it's just been about, I don't know, about a year ago. We were having a conversation about marriage, and his response to me was, and I can't even believe I'm going to say this, he said, well, I wish I'd go ahead and find someone to get married to and get the first marriage over with. Well, yeah, because guess what? Divorce is so acceptable today. It was crazy. I said, what do you mean by get the first marriage over with? Well, you know, you get married the first time, nothing works out, you split everything, you go your separate way, and then you find your true love. (laughs) (laughs) Where's where's my true love? Because, I mean, he hasn't shown up yet. Where is he? I don't know. And it's been six years since this all started. I know. But thank God, you know, what's his name? I I can't say his name, right? right? No. No. But what's his name and what's her name? Yeah. Um, Sorry. It's okay. You're allowed. But I mean, I'm so glad they found each other in just eight days after the divorce was filed for. That's amazing. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, again... I'm going to put a little disclaimer out there. This is my own opinion. Nobody else's. But if you can find somebody in eight days and move across country with and fall in love that quickly and fast, I'd like to shake your hand because everything in me tells me that that was probably going on way before that eight days. My own personal opinion, which means nothing to nobody, but I'm just going to say. Well, you know, it's funny that you say it like that because... You're a female, so, you know, most females think differently than men do, right? Right. Um, Every male that I've talked to, 100% of them said, 
oh, really, Cinderella, do you buy that? He didn't meet her after he left. Right. He met her beforehand because men don't leave their lives. Unless they have something pre-planned. No. I don't believe so. And and statistically, you can look it up. I think the last time I looked it up, 88% of men in a divorce situation, they could be married, but who are asked the question, do you would you want to be by yourself if you got divorced? Are you just staying in a marriage to be with somebody? 88% of men say, I don't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. That's a huge deal. Now you go back and throw the shoe on the other foot, 49% of women say, I don't want to be alone. Well, that's a huge difference. I must be in that. So 51% of women are okay, are okay with, with being alone. Well, I, I must be in the top tier of them because I'm really okay with it. <laughs> well, listen. <laughs> I mean, I'm very picky. And, and don't I, you think? Well, yeah. And I think it's beautiful because women grow and not say, and I'm not before I get a, a man hating thing happening. I'm not discrediting men or men bashing. I'm just saying in the world we live in right now today, women are just a little bit more aggressive when it comes to divorce. I think they want to hang on and work everything out that they possibly can. But if it comes to an end, I think that for those who are Christians and, and believe in God, I really think that they become more powerful, strong women who God... Or men. Yes. Because or, there are men like that, yeah, too. Oh, absolutely. That's why I said I'm not discrediting or discounting men. Mm-hmm. I just think that women, you know, like, especially like yourself, I mean, look at you. It's been six years. Listen, just to, within the last year and a half, I've watched you come from here to here. So I know, I think a lot of it just depends on Cinderella and how willing you are to follow the, God's lead. Or, well, I'm scared not to. Well, but some, I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, that's the one time I will tell people, you know, that's, that's my girlfriend in Texas is always like, I ain't scared. Well, I'm scared. Mm-hmm. Scared. <laughs> You know, if I, oh my gosh, I mean, it would just have to, I mean, the angels would have to, I mean, if, if, if someone were provided to me, it would have to be, oh, (laughs) you know, I would have to hear that. There would have to be a bush burning and a donkey talking and (laughs) especially, I mean, do you think that's going to happen during the pendency of a divorce that went on for three years? During the pendency. And that's what we have so much to talk about. So I just wanted us to get together and just start a conversation, dot, 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 Mm -hmm. and let our listeners get a little taste of what we'll be talking about. Sure. You know? Well, and I'm sure everybody, you know, everybody has a story. Everybody has a story. Everyone has a story. Yeah, and it's unique, and everybody's story is unique, and it... You know, you have stories, you have testimonies that mold you into the person that you are, and hopefully you're on the path that God wants you on so you can help somebody down the road. Well, look at your story. I mean, you had a rough childhood. Rough? Yes. (laughs) It was different. Okay. Differently rough. It was a Cinderella deal. Yes, basically. And then you you get married. Um, you have some a little bit of turmoil there. 
Um, but you go back and you think, okay, were these 27 years wasted? What come from those 27 years of your time? Two beautiful children. Well, two beautiful children, but just like, you know, I mean, let's be honest about it. Just like I, when you and I were in there having lunch and we were going over this a bit and what we were going to talk about today, um, I don't know what my life was really about, to be honest with you, because the way that I thought about my marriage is obviously very different from the way that he thought about it. So I question now all the time what part of it was real and what part wasn't. I mean, even, you know, he wasn't a believer when we first got married. He was agnostic. Right. And then he became a believer. I mean, I went through all of these things, and I don't want to get ahead of ourselves in the process of the story because there's so much to it. Sure. I mean, that's why I did her divorce diary. But you just start questioning do you really know a person that you're living with? Right. I mean, how well do you know that person that for, I mean, this is the way I look at it. We were married and together for 27 years. And we had some separations in between those times because of reasons we'll go into later on. But, and, and they weren't for long periods of time. Right. So let's just say, twin, let's just say, take the 30 years and you've been married over 30 years mm-hmm. now, times 365 days. Right. Well, you've watched that person. That's a long time. Yes. <laughs> That's a bunch of days, right? <laughs> a long and time. you yes. And you watch that person brush their teeth, watch TV with them, go to bed with them at night, sleep with them, have meals with them, travel with them, do children with them, do grandchildren with them, do life with them, and then all of a sudden, what? The bit closes. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, Mm -hmm. and then you watch this other person, thank you, social media not, social media has messed up so many things today, I don't even want to go into that, but I mean, then you watch that person from afar, and you're just going, what the heck? I mean, what, I mean, what the heck? And I did all my stuff the correct way, I went to therapy, I... Of course, I would never date while I'm still legally married. But I mean, what does God's word say about being legally married, by the way? Isn't it a covenant that you take with well, it's him? it's a covenant, absolutely. Well, and I think to break that covenant, I'm not exact, I'm not, not, don't quote me on this exact placement of the scripture, but there's very few things that's acceptable to God to do that. Well, we'll get into that. Yeah. And at length. Sure. Because you and I have discussed that before. Absolutely. But I mean, you know, First Corinthians 7, go read that and see what it says. And sure. then we'll discuss, I mean, you and I have gone through that conversation. Yeah. It'll take about an hour to get through sure. it. So a couple of segments at least, maybe three sure. or four to but really dive into it. Yeah, it's something that needs to be talked about because that's the problem, I think. I think our religion is so watered down. I think our our pastors and our preachers of today are so afraid of offending people because of money because it takes money to pay for electric bills to pay a pastor's salary to pay for 
the band to pay for their housing, all of it. I mean, yes. there. I mean, it's a business. Yeah, it's a business. Absolutely. So it is a religion. It's not a way of life. And see, right. back in Jesus's day. I mean, they did the same thing, but it was more a way of life. You either were like that or you weren't like that. Yeah, and that's what it, I mean, you know, and, and that's that's part of the problem. Everything, like I said, we are in such a self-entitled world of offense. You just don't even know. When I'm out and about, even when I'm shopping, I'm very cautious of what I say to the person behind me in line, what I say to the girl at the checkout line, because... Nine times out of ten, ten years ago, I'd ask them about their personal life and how are they doing, you know, and, you know, how's God working for you in your life? You can't even question people about certain things anymore. So I stand there in line quiet and patiently and just get through the line and go through my day. With less, it's almost like the less human reaction I have, the better chances I'm not going to have to offend someone. You know, that's exhausting. It's exhausting to be around people out in public because you just can't be who God created you to be. It's almost like if you have a lot of empathy for someone, then you're feeling sorry for them them and they get mad at you. Or if you're not, you don't have enough empathy for somebody, then, you know, you're this shallow person who thinks they're better than everyone. I just want someone to show me where I need to stand. Does that make sense? Well, I, I mean, either that or we need to get you some really pretty, you know, multi rolls of duct tape. <laughs> I mean, that's what I need. I mean, because I'm not going to keep my mouth shut about it anymore. Well, I and I am. And that's and that's part of the reason you can. I'm, I'm so excited <laughs> about doing this podcast because I, I'm fortunate enough to be able to voice my opinion and say, people, wake up. If you think for one second that the seals aren't breaking as we're talking, you got another thing coming. Uh Uh-oh, she's going to try to go into Revelation. I'm not going to let her. No, I I won't do that because... We got to fix the family first. We got to fix the family. And I think that's if we can get a good, firm grip on that. And it's going to take women. It's going to take the women to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm all right with the whole feminist movement. Uh, my mom was part of a culture that did the whole burn the bra thing. Um, I get all of that. I'm all about women's rights. I think we should have equal pay as a man in certain degrees. There are things, though, we have been given a book of rules, a GPS, our Bible. We've, that been, is, a, we've been given a guidebook. Yes. That with says, commandments absolutely, in it. Absolutely. That says, here's your role as a wife, a household leader a mom, and a, and a woman of God. Here's your role. And, and here's the man's role. Absolutely. Well, if the two don't come together and do it the correct way, then, I mean, all hell's going to break loose. Yeah, and that's chaos. exactly what has happened. Exactly. I mean, it's just the truth. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you know, divorce is a very lucrative business. Did you it know that? It sure is. There's <laughs> all kinds of attorneys out oh. there just waiting to jump up on that kind of money. Absolutely. Well, they steal money from people. That's sure what they, they do. do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's thievery. I, t- I totally get it. So I'll just go back to this. And so we'll just like maybe be done for today. But I just wanted to, don't you think that we should just give people a sample of what we'll be talking sure. about? And Absolutely. how pretty honest we're going to be. Mm-hmm. 
about real life, real love, real relationships in this crazy, chaotic world that we live in today. Sure. And we'll talk about fun things too, but I mean, I just think it's time that women stand up and use our voices. It has to be real. We don't have enough time to sit around and sugarcoat stuff. Listen, I would love to tell you all that, you know, marriages are just a bunch of rows of posies and daisies and blah, 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 blah. It, it's not like that. We no, just it's have not. to get down to the real issues of what the problem is. And it's a breakdown of a family. It, it, it honestly is. And Satan knew if he could get his foot in the door into the family just ways, the crack. just a tiny crack, that's all he needed. That's why he's so flamboyant now. Yeah. He doesn't even try to hide. He used to, mm-hmm. but he doesn't now. Mm-hmm. He's taking his domain and he's walking right down the street. I see him like John Travolta on Saturday Night Fever. You know, he's walking down in that big white pimping suit. I can see <laughs> Satan just walking down, going, "This family and that family and this family and that family, I'm destroying this week." That's how I see it. And the sad part is, it's happening everywhere. Yes, in yeah. the church, outside the church. Absolutely. I mean. Especially in the church. Especially in the church. So that's the kind of stuff that we will talk about. I mean, we're going to have conversations about what would God want it to be like, really? Sure. And do you want to do it the way he wants you to do it? Or do you want to continue to do it your own way? And I mean, if you say that you follow God's word. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you do something totally Uh opposite. What's that called? Hypocrisy. Yeah. I think we'll end it there. And um, we just wanted to give you a sample of what Sandy and I will be talking about. And, you know, hopefully um, you will join us in listening and join in the conversation as well. It won't just be about you and I, it'll be about our friends, both near and far and Absolutely. experts on this subject Absolutely. and pastors and mm-hmm. people who've endured what people are enduring today. It, listen, if we don't lean on each other, who do we have? We have God, but I believe but we still need each other. It I says believe, yes, iron sharpens, sharpens iron. Yes. And we'll leave it at that till the next time. Cinderella chats, real life, real love, real relationships. If you enjoyed the show today, share it with your friends so they can listen in to our conversations about life, love, and relationships. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Cinderella Chats, the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. We look forward to our Tuesdays together and know you will too.